Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome back, Sky Sports Radio. Big thanks to Mickey Gearan uh, with On The Pace. We're going Greyhounds now. And uh, Simon Orchard is about to join me from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Uh, Simon, good morning to you. Morning, Lukey. How are you, mate? I'm going super. The big money feature races continue uh, on the road to the Million Dollar Chase. This has just been super uh, to watch these regional heats, etc. The second Tab Million Dollar Chase for 2022. It kicked off at Bulleye, and we've already had a few nice winners. Talk us through those. Yeah, you're spot on, Luke. We've already had six heats run, mate. So the heats will take place at a lot of the regional tracks around the state, and then the finals of those regional events will happen next week. But look, six heats so far, six winners. Melcat, big boy, he's grand. Yuko girl, French martini, plaintiff, and Mapunga Mustang at Samora yesterday. And honestly, Luke, those six by themselves could probably step out in a group race, and you wouldn't blink. That's how good the quality is. And we've only had the three venues run. So we've still got another 15 regional venues. We've got the Wenty Park heats to be run later in the month as well. All those dogs will still have to get through their regional finals, as I mentioned, next week. It's a great start to what has just been a fantastic concept. I said it yesterday on radio, Luke, the only good thing to come out of COVID for our industry is the fact that we get $2 million chases in one year. Obviously, we had the one in April, which was taken out by She's a Pearl in fantastic fashion. And we've got the second million dollar race. Who would have thought, eh? A lot of the trainers around the state said in the last couple of months, uh, if you told me there'd be $2 million races in the one calendar year for Greyhound Racing, we would have laughed it out of the bar. And here they are. They're throwing their dogs in left, right and centre. We saw some wonderful Victorian races at Samora yesterday. We've still got, obviously, a bunch of classy chases to come out of the National Sprint, which we'll talk about later on today. That's tonight. But once they're through this series, they'll head to their million-dollar chase heats around the state as well, mate. So, look, Taree, Maitland... Uh, Wagga Wagga, there's, there's races all over the place. Casino and Gunnedah today. It's a wonderful, wonderful event. And it's great to see so many good chases heading out to the regions as well. That, that's what I love about it the most, Simon. Um, I mean, the country areas, if you're a greyhound enthusiast out there, I'm sure there'd be young people. Um, they, they wouldn't be in their thousands, but there'd be young people going to the races, seeing these good dogs that they've watched on TV in the flesh for the first time. It's just absolutely brilliant. Um, as you said, the chasing action doesn't stop there. Tonight is uh, a rare Thursday night meeting at Weddy Park and the New South Wales National Sprint and Distance titles are also set to be decided. Yeah, that's right, Lukey. They'll be run tonight for the New South Wales National Sprint Distance event tonight and in a couple of weeks, our representatives, so the winners of tonight's races, will head back to Wenty Park and they'll take on the best in the country. And we've actually got one of the distance on the line now, Dave Smith. He trains Super Estrella. She'll be stepping out in the New South Wales National Distance Final tonight. She's from Box 7. She's the current $2.50 favourite, and we welcome him to the show today. Good morning, Dave. How are you feeling, mate? How are the confidence levels ahead of the big race tonight? Oh, good morning, Simon. How are you? Always nervous coming into a big race, mate. It never changes. You get in a few, you still get nervous. Mate, she's been in multiple group finals. She hasn't obviously won the big prize, not a not a yeah, she's raced all over the country. She's been involved in a bunch of big races for a lot of money, and she's won a lot of prize money already. Uh, tell us, mate, is that something that motivates you, trying to get her to the top of that Group 1 mountain, or are you just happy to see her go around? I think I know the answer, but you tell us. Oh, look, I think everyone wants to see her win. She certainly deserves it. She's just been such a model of consistency. I think she may have been in 11 or 12 group finals now. She's been placed in nine, I think it is. Um, and she was the state champion last year. She won that race down at Dapto, this same race last year. And, of course, with COVID, it wasn't held at Winnie. And that's uh, it's not a group race to get to the final. But, yeah, she, she's beat all the good dogs, so she certainly deserves to, to put that 
somewhere. Just speak of those good dogs. Let's talk a bit about the final tonight, mate. Tiger Jack brings a lot of X factor from box one. Zipping Kansas for Jace Magri. Look, bit of an enigma. He'll go from box three. Are they the two biggest dangers for you? How do you see the race panning out? Oh, yeah, look, <laughs> I think we can't say, well, they're all a danger, but, yeah, they're definitely two of the big names, and, and Corborn Magic is another, which, um, you know, beat us. There's nothing between the four of them. I mean, there's more your length and a half in them each time they race. So any of those four wouldn't surprise, and yet there's there's other good dogs in the race too. I suppose, for me, dogs like Dave Irwin's in the five there, that with a bit of pace, they're the ones that could sort of knock me out from getting a lead, and, and they, that could cost me cost me the race as well, you know. So they're all a worry. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the early map, Dave. Is that the key to Super Australia? Does she need to lead to win, and if she doesn't lead, can she still get the job done? Well, she, she just has to be up there. Yeah, she has to be in the first couple for sure. But like form says, so consistently she has been. So hopefully, you know, her form from box seven, she's won nearly half the starts, being on 60-odd starts with virtually 30 wins. But um, her form from box seven is only one win out of seven. So that does concern me, being out there. She obviously hasn't performed as well from that box. And, and trying to get across all these good dogs is also a worry. So... Yeah, I, I think she can sit second or third. She's definitely getting stronger. She, she's stronger than she was you know, six months ago when she was racing these dogs. Dave, before we move on to previewing the sprint race as well, obviously you don't have a runner there, but you'll be able to give us a good guide into what the punters should be backing. Uh, for the listeners out there, mate, and who are maybe unaware about the art of training a staying dog, can you tell us what are the biggest challenges about looking after a dog like Super Estrella? And how do you see the staying ranks at the moment in New South Wales? Can you talk us through that a little bit? Oh, I think the difference between the stayer and a sprinter is a lot of the sprinters you'll hear people say where you can sort of just throw them in and they'll win on ability. Whereas with the stayers, you certainly have to have that fitness with them and, and you really have to be on top of all your injuries because just like us when we go for a long run, if you start hurting, you pull up and you start to feel if they're a bit sore in the wrist or they start to jar or something, uh, they will they will lose their speed where the, the sprinters will sort of just be sore once they pull up. So there there is an art to... You know, you've got to have your dog perfect and, you know, whether you trial during the week and how far you trial. I just use my sprint lanes. I keep them fit at home. Um, but everyone's got a different idea. But at the end of the day, you're just trying to keep the dog fit. And, you know, to win these sort of staying races, you'll see the dogs there tonight. They're all, they'll all look super fit. What about pacing Super Estrella, Dave? Obviously, we've had a few chats over the last couple of months, about trying to find races for her. There's big money on offer in Queensland. You went up there a couple couple of weeks ago. You'll probably head down to Melbourne in the next month or so for the big feature races down there. How do you see the staying ranks in New South Wales, mate? Do you think there's a good enough batch of dogs around, or do you think there's maybe a missing middle between the real top liners and those who are trying to emerge into stayers of the future? Well, it's really growing, and I think you know, any greyhound enthusiast just loves watching the stayers, and it gets people out of out of the bistro to come and watch these races. Uh, and then, well, we've got some really exciting stayers in New South Wales now and some emerging stayers. So it'd be a shame. We hear people say, oh, they need to go in a state. And it's such a shame to hear that because once one goes, and this is what happened, has happened before, by the likes of Look Fancy Nancy, once one or two go, you, you end up cornered and you have to go. Um, and, and I think well, we need to lead the way here in New South Wales. And we've done that in a little way by introducing these middle distance races and whatnot. And I do believe, and it's something we've spoken about, with, with the staying ranks, there is four there sort of dogs that stand out at the moment. And if we could run a best four, there'd be no odds on shot. We wouldn't know who's going to win. And it opens up the ranks for the 
up-and-coming stayers not to have to take on, you know, the so-called superstars straight off. And we can see that this Saturday with two staying races. Well, these dogs are all engaged somewhere else. We have two staying races at Wentworth Park. So um, certainly they're out there, and I think we've just got to make sure we look after them um, so, so as we keep them coming through. Yeah, well said, Dave. Maybe some food for thought there for GRNSW. Hey, let's move our attention to the national sprint. Dave, as I said off the top, obviously no runner for you, but it's a crack field. Simply Limelight, look, this dog could be anything, an emerging star of the chasing scene. He's drawn box one. He had the fastest tea time last week. The rest of the field between them, they've combined for over a million dollars in prize money, so they certainly know their way around the track. How do you see the race panning out, and who do you want to be on here, mate? Well, I must declare I've got a bit of a vested interest because simply Limelight, the favourite, I actually own the sister, uh, Lightning Ethics, and she herself uh, finished second in the Group 1 Opal a few weeks back behind Embrace, Craig Chaplow's dog. So from a breeding point of view and, and knowing the litter and the owners and the trainers, I'd like to see, see the dog do well. Um, obviously, everyone knows he's a flying machine, but probably a couple of these dogs might be a bit quick to the post for him tonight. And that's what that's what opens it up and makes it so interesting. But like good odds cash at five dollars, I've just seen the prices and you know it's it beat everything. I don't know if it's ever it's ever done a bad run and it doesn't need to lead and it can get off the eight. It won the won the big the Oaks at Richmond there just two lengths in front off the mat. I think so. Um, for me, that's where all the value is out, out wide there. Yeah, there'll be some fireworks going into that first turn for sure. Simply Limelight, current favourite, about two dollars fifty and good odds cash as you say, about five bucks. Uh, maybe some value tonight. Dave, before we let you go, mate, 2022, it's been a pretty interesting one for the chasing industry. We've sort of emerged from COVID in pretty good shape. But earlier in the year, mate, the natural disasters, the floods, they hit the south coast of New South Wales big time. I know they knocked yourself around. They knocked a bunch of other trainers in the area around. I remember you sent me some photos of the water lapping at the back door of your place near Nara. Can you sort of tell us, mate, uh, how close were you to going under and how has the place recovered, if it has, in the months since? Well, I'm at Camden. I'm just near the Camden Bridge and it's right on the Nepean River, so we're back onto the Nepean. I've got about 12 and a half acres here and virtually everything other than the house went under. Um, I lost a lot of fencing, probably close to $100,000, I suppose, in fencing, chain wire fencing for the dogs. Everything went down. Unfortunately for me, like those times we had the bad flood, Super Estrella was actually in Group 1 finals and had to live in the trailer for a week and, and couldn't work. Um, and that, that was two of a unplaced group run. So, yeah, like hopefully we don't have a repeat of that coming up because we just hear about more and more rain coming. But GRSW has done a great job. They've, they've had a flood relief program. Like You're never going to get all your money back, but it certainly helped. I know a lot of us out that have been affected by the flood, so we thank them for that. What about um, what about the rest of your kennel, mate? Obviously, some nice types coming through. So, Ganley Ethics win another good race at Bullo on Tuesday after winning last Friday at Goulburn. You've got two up Ethics as well running around and a bunch of others. Can you lend the punters some advice, mate? Who would you be following over the next couple of months? Oh, well, if we go, go to tonight, I, I kind of think um, Cowgirl Ethics, I saw her $15. She's in tonight and she, she did a triple somersault last time there at Wenny, but uh, she has been in Group 1 finals. She's place behind Bandit Ned. She comes second to Bandit Ned in the group race and she's sitting up there in box two tonight at fifteen dollars. So um she she's been very unlucky and, and she's got a good turn of foot. So probably she's one to follow um tonight. And yeah, I think some of well some of those sprinters that I've got they'll be they'll be up in grade. So I think they're gonna be start racing each other and it will get 
quite difficult to find a winner. So I'll be waiting for the next crop to. And yeah, I've got I've got a good misblended um, mirror pup coming through with Lorraine Atkinson. So yeah, he's he's showing a lot of promise. So yeah, always got to have something coming through. Well, Dave, look, I think I speak for the entire industry, mate, when I say you are one of the good guys. There's plenty of them in in the Greyhound chapter, but every time I pick up the phone and talk to you, mate, you're always willing to have a chat to me about the industry, about your own dogs, about how we can make it better, and I think there'd be no more worthy winner tonight in the national distance race than you with Super Australia. So we wish you all the best, mate. Go well, and hopefully we'll be talking to you after the big race tonight. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for that. There you go, Lukey. Dave Smith, he's got Super Estrella, as we said, running tonight in the National Distance Final. Just a really good guy, and he probably um, he just touched, I reckon, on the flooding earlier in the year, but he, he copped it big time. And as you mentioned, Super Estrella sitting in the back of the trailer ahead of a Group 1. It's not ideal preparation, but he comes to the track with a big smile on his face every week, mate. He's a real good guy in the industry. Uh, that's great stuff, mate. He's had a few good greyhounds over the years too, has David, so good luck to him tomorrow night. Anything else uh, to, to tidy up this morning's show, Simon? Yeah, just quickly, mate, as I mentioned, the regional finals of this million-dollar chase continue. We've got Casino and Gunnedah today, so if you want to have a bet, Casino, race eight, number five, Integrity, mate. He was the inaugural winner of the Thunderbolt up in Grafton in June. That was a 350-metre event. He hit the line like a freight train, so it suggested he wanted further. He went to Wenke, Lukey, next start, and probably just found wanting late in that race. So today, back to 484 at Casino. It should suit him perfectly. He likes the track and trip. He will lead. His best time stacks up, so he'll be in the finish. He's around $3 at the moment. And at Casino, uh, at Gunnedah, I should say, race eight, number five, Muffler. Love the name. Race eight, number five, Muffler. Another dog that's raced mostly over the shorts of late. We're trying to extend herself out to 520. She does have form over the longer trip, though. She's run 30-30 in town. She's got two wins at Gosford over 515 metres, so it shouldn't be an issue today. Big go for her as well, Luke. Open to 460 with bet 365 and is now into $3.20, and we agree with the money. She's a great, great chance. Um, and we've touched on the sprint and the distance. We're going to keep it simple. Race 5, number 7, Super Estrella. We're back in Dave in, and race 6, number 1, Simply Limelight. Love it, Simon. You have a good day. You too, Lukey. Hooroo.